Sabbath School Lessons from the Bible Deuteronomy Present Truth in Deuteronomy This book is the most important book of Moses. We want to discover what's inside. Jesus quoted this book more than any other book in the Bible. So it was Jesus' favorite book. I'm interested in it very much. Are you interested too? Then be with us. We want to find out why Jesus loved this book so much. There's a mystery about it, but we will discover it together. Grace be with you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. We are going to study the fifth book of Moses, Deuteronomy. And the second lesson, Moses' history lesson. Our memory text for this week, we find in the first epistle of Paul to the Corinthians, in chapter 10, the verses 3 and 4. About the Israelites, we read the following. All ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Paul describes the journey of the Israelites through the wilderness and uses this story as an allegory, as a parable, as a simile for our personal walk with Jesus. As they got manna in the desert, Jesus is the manna, the daily bread we need. They drank water from the fountain. And Jesus is this water for us that we get strength and life and so on. And Paul uses this story as a symbol, as a type to show us you are dependent on Christ. Without him, you starve to death. It's the same in the wilderness. If you don't have any food and water, you will die. And that's for sure. And the same it is. Without Jesus, you will die. And with him, you will live. You will walk from strength to strength. You just go on and more and more and more. And this is what Paul wants to tell the people of his age, Jesus is the one who sustains you. So trust him, then you will succeed. That's it. It's as simple as that. The ministry of Moses. When the Israelites 
were in a desert, Moses went on the mountain of God, and there he remained for 40 days and 40 nights, and got a lot of information. And in the meantime, the people down there in the camp, they had too much time. And because of too much time, they became lazy and, yes, they wanted to do something, to go on, onto the promised land, or back to Egypt, but just moving on. And they saw the mountain, they saw the cloud on top of the mountain, they heard the thunder and the lightnings from time to time up there. And they thought, maybe Moses is already dead, and we, we sit here and wait, and, oh no, we must go on, we must move on. But we need a God, a God who goes with us. And so they came to Aaron and told him, create a God, produce one. And they were used to have idols in Egypt. So Aaron made a big, big mistake and did as they wanted. Yeah, and so the golden calf, this golden ox in the desert was produced and they worshipped it. And then Moses came down, broke the two tablets of stone on it, written with the finger of God, the Ten Commandments. They had broken the covenant, so Moses broke the tablets of stone. What now? And then Moses started praying for his people. And he said to God, I am willing to die if they can live. This is astonishing. He was willing to die that the people could live. Fulfilled prophecy. The Israelites couldn't get in into Canaan, so the first generation, they couldn't get in because of mistrusting God. And it was foretold that it, that it would take 40 years that all of them would have died, and then the next generation would have to shut the chance. And really, the book Deuteronomy starts with the second generation. After 40 years, God told him, it's time. Now you have the chance. All those who have mistrusted God, they are dead now. You're the next generation. If you trust in your creator, you have the chance. And it was foretold it will take 40 years because the spies who had 
gone around in Palestine to fulfill the mission, to find out what the land is all about, they needed 40 days. And for each day, the Israelites had to walk around in the desert for a year. 40 days, 40 years. And they did not get in. And the next generation is now on the point. They have the chance, as well as the first generation. Will they use it? What about you? What about your forefathers? Have they used their chance? Do you use the chance? God wants you to get into the promised land. He wants you to reach heaven. And it will be possible by trusting your Creator. And it will not be possible by mistrusting your Creator. So listen and read. Listen and read and read and listen and read and listen and trust His words and obey His words. And you will have success now and forever in eternity. A thousand times more numerous. When the Israelites had come to Egypt, Jacob and his sons, because of the invitation of Joseph, there were 70 people. 70. 400 years later, they were millions. Such a blessing. They had multiplied in such an enormous amount. And Moses told to them, and you shall become a thousand times more numerous if you trust your Lord. He wants you to be numerous. He wants you to be an example for all the other peoples on this earth. That they discover that you live with God. And because of the blessings you experience, they will see that your God is the only one. Now this was the plan. And Moses, because there were so many now, had to reorganize the system and the reelected chiefs about 1,000, 100, 50, and 10, so that Moses gets some support from these chiefs that they should be judges in Israel. And the most difficult cases should be brought to him, the easier ones for those who are above the 10, and then the ones above the 50, and then the ones above the 100, and the ones above 1,000. And then, if they did not know what to do, then they should take the matter to Moses. So this reorganization, a new structure, helped that 
these people could move on and this organization was important, this administration, for the well-being of all the people. Kadesh Baniya. We read that from the Mount of God, where they got the Ten Commandments, up to Kadesh Baniya, it is 11 days by journey. This is needed. Only 11 days, so that's not, not a very long time. And they did not get in in 40 years because they mistrusted. How did this happen? When the 12 spies of the Israelites came back, they told the people what the land Palestine was all about. Fig trees, olive trees, grapes. Wow, wonderful grapes. And fountains of water and green meadows, wood, forests. Oh, it was just, yeah, a paradise. And imagine you, you are in such a desert, brown, brown, stones and sand and dust and heat, and then you hear of water and trees and fruit trees and mountains and green forests, and so on. So they were excited. Oh, it's a good land. Let's go in. But then, then they got another message. It's already inhabited. There are people already in there. And these are giants. And they have built huge walls around their city. So it's no chance to get in there. They are too many, they are too strong, forget it, let's go back to Egypt. But two of the spies, they said, Joshua and Caleb, with God we will be able to conquer this land. But ten spies said, it's impossible. They are too strong for us, no chance. And then the people wept, but the two spies, which were full of hope, said, we will eat them up like food, like bread. But then the people wanted to stone them, and then God intervened, and they were not allowed to get into the land for 40 years. The iniquity of the Amorite. The Amorite is a people in Palestine and they had had their time. But they did not care about God and his commandments. They lived a life far, far away from God. And God had patience with them for a long time. But then, this window of time closed and they were conquered by the Israelites. 
And many people ask, how can it be that the Amorites just disappear? Yeah, they had their time. And it's the same with you. You have some time here on earth. And you do not know when it is finished. But you know it will not take longer than 100 years or so. And if it's 70 or 80, it's already long, isn't it? Because some die at their birth already. And some go on living. One year after the other. But one day the final phase will come. So, time is very, very valuable. And you discover the worth of time when you are about to die. Then you discover, oh, living is not just something which goes on and on and on. There is a point in time when it is finished. But you do not know this point in time. So God tells you, today, when you hear his voice, listen and trust and walk in his ways. Then you are in safety. Because if you have become the friend of God, if you trust in him, he will take care of you that even death is no problem because he will resurrect you. So you can look into the future full of hope. Isn't that great? Summary. So the book of Deuteronomy was written for the second generation of the Israelites when the first generation had passed away because of mistrust to God. The next generation, they, they had trusted and they had the chance. So what about your life? Do you experience a life as the Bedouins here in the desert? Brown, stones, sand, dust, heat, no food, no water. You try to get to another oasis to find water and dates and so on. But in the meantime, you walk on the sand, these stones. You cross the desert day by day. Do you experience your life like that? Being in the heat, in a desert? Or would you like to be in the promised land? To be in the promised land is something you will get into by trusting your Creator. And you will not get into it by mistrusting your Creator. How can you learn to trust? Listen and hear His Word. When Abraham 
was already an old man and his wife too, the promise hadn't been fulfilled that he will get a son as an heir for all the cattle. And God appeared in a vision and told him, you will get a son. And Abram was old and his wife was old. And then we read this astonishing verse. And Abram believed in God. He trusted his God. And this was counted for his righteousness. That he believed, that he trusted in God. What about you?